The following podcast is brought to you by Radio Southland and New Zealand On Air. Radio Southland is a community access media station based in Invercargill, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website, radiosouthland.org.nz, for our contact details. Kia ora and welcome to Soul with Jack and William on 96.4 Radio Southland. In the studio this afternoon we've got Lex who is a former uh, rugby player from the 70s, 80s and 90s before professional rugby came in. So, um, an old school boy. <laughs> um, so, welcome and tell us a wee bit about yourself. Uh, well, I'm a Takanui boy. Uh Played my club rugby in Takanui. Uh, played right through, played about 22 seasons uh, senior rugby, a lot of rugby. Uh, I played for Southland in the uh, 70s and 80s, uh, in the era when uh, Southland were reasonably strong. We beat teams like uh, France, Australia. Um, we from a great era, I think a great era when you know we got to play against teams like the Springboks, the British Lions, uh, like I said, France, Japan. Uh, we got to play Argentina, teams like that, great uh, teams. So you got a chance to play internationals as a uh, just as a good old provincial rugby player. So no, it was they were good times. Wow! And uh, from your journey, um, you. Uh, developed a head injury through one of your games? I got a couple of real bad concussions, yeah, real real bad, but uh, let's put it this way, any concussion I ever got, I deserved. Uh, I was very good at giving them, so with, <laughs> at rugby you uh, also receive them, but uh, in those days we weren't particularly good at looking after ourselves. We uh, didn't wear mouth guards. Uh, mouth guards didn't become sort of compulsory till the early 90s. And I've got to admit that once I started wearing a mouth guard, I had no head problems whatsoever. But no, I did. I got a couple of real bad ones, but I also boxed. So that had. Oh, wow. But, you know, it's. Uh, but yeah. Wow. What piece of advice would you give to someone who got a head injury when playing rugby? Yeah, well, that goes back to what, in my day when you got them, you basically took no care of yourself. You still, you had the after match, you still drank beer, you didn't look after yourself, then you trained the next day, you trained, then you played the following. A lot of times you played Saturday, Wednesday. In the times of playing for Southland, you could play up to 50 games of rugby a year. you know, between 40 and 50 games at the time you played sub-union rugby and that, and you took absolutely no care of yourself. Whereas today, there's a lot of uh, insight into it. They've done a lot of medical stuff, and they really, really look after the players. If anything, at times, they're probably cautious on the the oversight, which I think is good. I think it's very good. It's... It's also been a proven fact... Well, now everyone wears mouth guards, which which is a proven fact of, of helping you. Headgear doesn't help you. That's been proven also. It's like mm. boxers these days, like the Olympics. They used to the Olympics. They used to wear headgear. Now they don't. That's been proven. In fact, that headgear doesn't help. But uh, 
I think the players today are very, very well looked after, and to the betterment of of everything. It's you know another thirty years down the track, there'll even be better medical advice towards it. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so going back from like your younger your younger years in in your early rugby to now is um, uh, there is quite a there is quite a change, but uh, you probably never thought of like safety for your own self in your own games oh hell no you, no you, you didn't uh, it's, you just but like I say I now suffer from epilepsy but that's not a proven fact that that's the you know neurologist I go to a neurologist every six months I get MRI scans every six months but that's never been proven that it's uh that it's uh, caused from it's the- caused from head knocks. There's some sort of sitting on the fence. Some neurologists have got a suspicion, but there's nothing, nothing ever been proven. Uh, but yeah, like I, we just didn't look after ourselves, full stop. But we didn't know any different. Like no. you were just told to harden up and and carry on. But that's why I think rugby in those lines is heading down a very good path. As a lot of people are are now jumping on the bandwagon with you know that concussions are, are causing dementia and that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. Is it like there's a lot of other things involved? There's alcohol and and a lot of things like that. You can't blame rugby for, for everything. You know, <laughs> at at the time we did it because we absolutely loved it. It's uh, you know I would wouldn't trade anything. No, wow. And yeah. um, so uh, how do you go with your day to day with your epilepsy? How does that affect you? Oh, I'm on. I'm, I take uh, good. I'm really good medicine. I've I've had quite a few fits, but I've had nothing now for almost a year. So they just up boost. I only got it like five years ago, oh, wow. and uh, out of nowhere. And they have uh, got me on on medicine now that that stops. I uh, driving is is uh, a problem. Like I'm allowed to drive a car, but that's all. I'm not allowed. To, I like used to have all my heavy traffic and everything like that, so I can't drive any heavy machinery or anything like that, and rightfully so. Uh, but no, so long as I take uh, medicine, which I do very strictly and adhere to it, it's uh, it, no, I'm fine. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. And yeah, uh, like you, know, um, uh, you, you see, uh, uh, you've seen quite 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 a change in yourself from yeah you know, with uh, with the head injury to the epilepsy to like it's it's a bit, bit of a change over a lifetime for you. No. <laughs> Well, sort of. I, I would like to think I'd mellowed with life, but I probably haven't. But it, it, it um, it's quite a scary thing, Emily, because I have actually no concept of it. Like I had to have, I've had three hip replacements. I've got about well, 11 pieces of titanium in me from different rugby injuries from hip. I've had to have three hip replacements. The last one was from epilepsy because I basically had a fit and had to get in and completely ruined it. I had to go to intensive care and had to get bone grafts and everything into my femur because I just scratched that much. I took it out of... Uh, I uh, just dislocated it and just thrashed it to pieces. But it's... Uh, it, like, it's amazing what people do, like what doctors do and surgeons do and, and neurologists. And But no, I'm, I'm absolutely perfectly fine. It's... Uh, like I say, I wouldn't trade anything I've done for anything. 
because you also um, do campaigning for uh, bowel, yeah. Um, yeah. bowel screening, don't yeah, you? Yeah. yeah, Lester Rutland and I do that bowel cancer screening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's pretty close to my heart. It's uh, it's I've had skin cancer, mm-hmm. but uh, and he's had bowel cancer. But I had an uncle, very good, and a f- father that both died of bowel cancer. Um, the father was late in life, but I had an uncle that was very close to me that died young. So, yeah, great advocate for that. That's an amazing cause. That's uh, that's very close to my heart. Yep. So do you, um, do you also uh, advocate for your own injuries throughout New Zealand, or um, is it do you base yourself in Southland, or? Well, I don't actually think I've got injuries. You see, I think I'm fine. You oh, see, I mean, I mean, um, your your challenges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I see. To me, I haven't got any challenges. I think I'm perfectly yeah. fine. Like I'm, uh, yeah. I get epilepsy, but I've, I don't know. Whenever I've had an attack, I don't know. I know afterwards. Yeah, they. Uh, you know, you cut your tongue because I've woken up in intensive care and, and things like that. But I... Uh, you think strongly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it is it is what it is. It doesn't make me... Uh, Any less... Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't know when they're going to happen. Yeah. Uh, when they happen, they say it's... You certainly know when you've had one. They reckon it's like my neurologist told me it was like running two marathons. Well, I don't really know because I've never run one marathon, so I don't really know. But but it is. Uh, but but like it, it's just what it is. And like I said, oh, I haven't had one now for ten months. They're uh, they're going to let me have all my licenses and that back uh, if I can go a year. But I don't really need them back or anything like that. And I'm perfectly happy. Uh, where I am with it, yeah. Well, what's your best memory playing for Southland and South Island? Best memory? Yeah. Uh, we beat the North Island. Uh, when, <laughs> probably for the South Island, we beat the North Island with a bunch of, we had, I think, two All Blacks in our team, uh, a guy called Stephen Pokeri, good Southland boy, and Lester Rutledge, both Southlanders, yeah. and myself were the only Southlanders, and they had 14 All Blacks, and we beat and we beat them in Whanganui. That would be my best memory for there. But Southland, lots of great memories, great team mm-hmm. uh, spirit. Uh, we had good teams in those days. Beating France was pretty, mm-hmm. pretty, pretty special, and it's, I think it's the biggest crowd ever to be in Rugby Park. It was a Tuesday mm-hmm. uh, day we beat them, and that same 14 of the French team that played that day went on and played the All Blacks on the, it was a Tuesday on the Saturday and they thrashed the All Blacks on same still day so it was pretty cool we uh, and we absolutely thrashed them uh, 12-11 That's a close game (laughs) But it was no no that would be my best memory but I've got a lot of great memories playing for Southland with a lot of great players and great uh, camaraderie and and, you know you get to know people all around New Zealand for through rugby, it's a it's a great game. What inspired you to start playing rugby? Oh, when you're a young fella in the sticks, you know, down on Tokanui, uh, living on the la- on the land, things like that. You uh, you listen to the radio when you when I was young, growing up in the sixties. Listen, used to listen to the radio. Remember the All Blacks being just as a young fella being over in England, and wake up all hours of the morning with my father there, and you would uh, listen to them and. Then, when I was about 11, I think I built myself a set of goalposts out the back paddock, and you just play, and then you dream about being an All Black and things like that. It's just the way it was in those days. It's, you know, every, even the primary schools, everyone had rugby teams, and that's just the way it was. It's just, yeah. Oh, wow. So, is there anything else that you want to share with us while we've got the time with you? No, not really. No, it's just, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. just, 
So, yeah, yeah, no. I think you're doing a good job. Oh yeah. no, no, thank yeah. you. Because it's uh, it's uh, it's not every day that um you know we can come across and someone as as inspiring as you and no, I yeah. measure the list and say, oh, do you know anybody? What's that? <laughs> I measure the list and say to myself, oh, I'm on a date someone with a who used to play rugby that has a head injury. Do you know anybody? And he says, oh. And then he said, your name, and then he gave me your number. Lester did. Yeah. Oh, him and I are best friends. Yeah. yeah, we do a lot together. We go down to... Uh, Sebastian Rutledge. Who did they play too? Yeah, a great player. Great player. One of the best players I ever played rugby with. Him and I go down to Bluff every Tuesday and uh, Thursday nights, and we take a... There's about 35 of them down there. They call themselves the overweight oldies oh. from Bluff. So we've got a whole heap of... It's two of the guys can't... Uh, even register on the scales, like they're too, Whoa. they're too big. But they, we, and we just take them for an hour every Tuesday and Thursday night what for a bit of old rugby drills, and what we even that? shuffle around ourselves. And, nice. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Uh, thank you for listening to Saw Project and William on ninety-six point four Radio Southland. Saw is also available to stream or download as a podcast from RadioSouthland.org.nz, Apple Podcast, and our app. AccessMedia.nz and so is available on Spotify. Thanks you Rich, for coming on so this afternoon. Take up the water and mahi. Have an awesome rest of the week. Thanks you. The preceding podcast was brought to you by Radio Southland with the support of New Zealand On Air. Their funding of accessmedia.nz makes these podcasts available. To find similar programs by other stations involved, go online to accessmedia.nz.